guys. Welcome back to the Columbus cast. This is Laura. I'm Julia. And this is episode 12. Wow. Very That's exciting. hard to believe. It probably sound. hopefully it will sound better now that we're on yeah. new technology. So we're back and we're on the, we're back to the f- table. We're no longer on the floor. Thanks to Julia investing in a new laptop for our lovely podcast. Investing, being forced to buy one because my laptop stopped working. And it works out great because this this week's episode of the Columbus cast is brought to you by Wendy's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks to our first sponsor, Wendy's. Just, just kidding. Um, we wish, but... We, I mean, technically, there were some free nuggets consumed. Right, yeah. Does count, count as a sponsorship? Maybe. Um, so we, in celebration of, like, all things Ohio, you know, we, we did it for the podcast. Um, we had some spicy nugs before recording today and just so you guys are all aware we want to pass on the good fortune to you if you download the wendy's app you can get a free six-piece spicy nugs and they're good they're really good i can't believe laura hadn't had spicy i hadn't had them before and she also didn't know the four for four existed yeah that was like not part of my awareness yeah that's nuts to me because the four for four is a deal right that was my college life right there so anyway, spicy nugs uh, relate to Columbus because Wendy's, Wendy's is from here. Ohio. And uh, shout out to Chance the Rapper. Thanks for thanks for that. And because Chick-fil-A is like next to Wendy's, they're not really, I mean, that's. Well, there was that whole argument on Twitter with the Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A hmm. chicken sandwich debate thing. Okay. I don't know much about it. My point was going to be, I also had the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese this week. I also had the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese And I have a funny story about it. So I went to Chick-fil-A on Monday and I walked in because the drive-thru is always 12 years long. They do a good job of moving it, but that's not the point. I walked in and I I looked at the guy who was taking my order and he was probably like 15. He was like the youngest person. I love the baby Chick-fil-A And so I was like do you guys have mac and cheese? Because I didn't see it on the board anywhere. And he was like, yeah, we have it. And I was like, okay, can I can I have one? And he's like, sure. And I said, how is it? And he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you haven't tried it yet? He's like, this is my second shift. And so then I just like died laughing because he was 15. And like, I was like, how cute. You're on your second shift. When I ordered my mac and cheese, I only saw it on the kids menu. So I just ordered a kid's meal. Oh, wow. So I got some grilled nugs with my... Mm. my mac and cheese and i recorded a whole video to send to my roommate from college of me viewing it like a total uh youtuber i'm like so i just got (laughs) some mac and cheese from chick-fil-a from first glance it looks pretty good if we get a hundred likes on our episode cover on instagram we'll upload the video of julia's review it's only 45 seconds every week to make a better one every week on instagram we upload a, a homemade cover of our this week's episode so i doubt we'll get 100 likes like it and i'll embarrass myself on the internet as if this wasn't embarrassing enough already (laughs) yeah if you're uh, not already following us on our social media make sure to do that we are at columbus cast on instagram and on twitter and we have a goal of reaching a thousand followers on instagram by the end of the year so it's It's aggressive it's aggressive but you gotta like state your goals out you know it's like shoot for the moon and you'll reach rule number one of rule number one of business school is like ask for more than you can get and then you'll probably get it so if you want to help us out have your friends follow us on instagram so let's do a quick recap. What did you do this weekend, Julia? Anything um, Anything cool? Nothing super crazy. I had Chick-fil-A. Right. Um, I went to Alcaria, 
which is that new farm-to-table, like, all local, locally sourced ingredients restaurant. Gotcha. Um, kind of in the University District. It's on King Avenue, so it's in that in-between area of the right. Korean Village mm-hmm. University District. It was good. It was really, really good. I got this um, pork belly with corn and blackberries. Wow. That sounds really weird. It was so good. They have a decent happy hour, too, because that's normally, like, that's important. 10, <laughs> 10 bucks or something. And it's five during happy hour. All okay. Their, a selection of their small plates are. And then they have really good cocktails. I got this passion fruit daiquiri that was really good. And I'm mm-hmm. normally not a daiquiri person. Hmm. But I figured it's going to be locally sourced. Cause, but where are passion fruits growing in Columbus? Somebody told yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and the food was all really good. It was probably one of the best burgers I've had. Okay. So enjoyed that. And then I'm coaching. So I spend all my time with right. middle schoolers playing it's, field hockey. It's coaching season coaching season that's cool i actually got to check out the food truck festival which seemed like it had less food trucks this year than in the past i didn't go last year i went two years ago um notably there was island noodles glazed churro truck nate's steamed bagels buckeye donuts and there were about four thousand taco trucks as well um it just seemed like every other food truck was a taco truck. But I was sad there were a lot of the, like, food trucks that I'm always looking for missing. Like, the Little Lady's Ice Cream truck that we're trying to uh, catch up with was not there. Tuplo Donuts was not there. Little Eater. Seems like they're everywhere, but they weren't at the food truck festival. Ray Ray's and Maya. Maya's Fried Chicken. Peatabilities. Like, it goes on and on. Yeah. So, Isn't Ray Ray's, like, just permanently parked at Land Grant? Or do they have another truck as well? They have one as well that's usually behind ace of cups in clintonville yeah well old town east oh is there an ace of cups in old town east well like it's it is clintonville old town old town west old it's like that strip that's like kind of ambiguous in between clintonville and campus oh old north old Old north what did i say i'm thinking of like old Old town Town road that could also be wrong old north could i could have you can just make up like a name and like a direction direction and, and, and then that's a thing You've in columbus neighborhood in columbus that seems exactly i had a um i had a coworker tell me that they were in harrison west the other day which is like julia's like side of town and they had never heard of it before and they're like it was just some random they're just making things up now and i'm like no harrison west is a real but i mean i f- i feel that because there's a lot of places that are like easton or harrison west or yeah whatever um one other thing I wanted to mention is I went to back to Rebel, which is in Bridge Park. Oh, so that's yeah. my second time there. And it's just passing on the free stuff. If you download the app, you can get $5 off your first purchase. Wow. You're bringing us all the deals. Today. I know. that's It's the thrifty podcast. Thrifty. I don't know. We are bringing all the deals. Did you want to talk? Julia and I actually listened to, while we're talking about other local things, we listened to the Columbus Business First podcast Yeah, so this if week. you hate our voice and you still want to hear some Columbus news, Columbus yeah. Business First has a podcast, and it's actually free to listen to, unlike, unlike all of the <laughs> website. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they have a podcast. I listened to it. it call, it's called News and Brews, which I kind of love that name. Yeah, I think that, uh, and that they works. they drink a local beer and they talk about some news. I don't think they... I'd never know some talking about any news. They so they're talking podcast. about Saison. They were talking about the what is it, Wolf's Ridge? Yeah, they drank the Wolf's the Ridge, Ridge um, raspberry, Lige, which is the raspberry Saison. Saison, and they talked about the Sayoto Mile. Yeah, like they the talked about there. the pronunciation of is it Sayota, Sayoto or Sayota? I don't know. Whatever. 
Sure. Yes. <laughs> all of the right, above. But that's what it seemed like. The podcast seemed really short because it, it felt really short because all they talked about was beer and yeah. But I mean, shout okay. out to supporting other local podcasts. There's so many out there. There's actually this coming weekend is the um, Columbus Podcast Awards. Oh, is that this weekend? It's some. It's soon. It's either this weekend I or think- next weekend. Okay. Next and year. <laughs> we're not nominated for it, but guys, next year, after we get a thousand followers on Instagram, we're heading right towards the Columbus Podcast Awards. So look out for us next year. And, and on that note, from that, or a participation ribbon. Do you think oh, if yeah. I DM'd them and been like, hey, we start our podcast, like, I think way we should just this, try you, again next year. Can you give us a participation ribbon? We're millennials and we need that. I'll make you validation. a participation ribbon, Julia. <laughs> On that note, I think we should get on to some news. Okay, let's go to news. Yay. So Columbus is getting a lot of murals lately because we talked about some murals last week. Right. Which this this podcast is themed Columbus is the new Nashville. You heard it here first because Nashville has a ton of murals. Columbus is getting on with their murals. Um, well, this one... This just, piece of news is actually from wait, Dayton. Wait, before you do the the notes, the quote in our show notes is, Columbus is the new Nashville. Julia Schwabenbauer, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> people who get that will get that, and people who don't, you can just move on. <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyway, um, not Columbus, but our neighbor to the west, Dayton, um, there's a new mural planned there, which, you know, mm-hmm. Dayton can count towards uh, the Columbus is the new Nashville. Yeah. It could be a nice, like, I'm saying Columbus is going to be a bachelorette trip destination, and people are going to take a little day trip over to Yellow Springs and do the winery and stuff, oh and then they can go to Oregon District, and that'll be a fun day trip, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we went to Dayton and Columbus, and then they'll do all the fun stuff in Columbus. And right. It's going to be great. They'll go to Scully's. Yeah. <laughs> or Bristol. Bristol would probably be more accurate. A food hall. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So what's happening in Oregon District of Dayton? Yeah, so they're going to get a new mural there for a permanent memorial in honor of the nine victims of the Dayton shooting. Um, It's going to be done by, I believe, a local artist. Yeah, I think his name is Zach Silver. Yes, So And he's a local musician as well. Right, and it's crazy because he was quoted in this article from ABC6 saying, During the tornadoes, I was able to help clean up. When the KKK came... I protested, and during this, I wanted to find a reasonable way to help. So, like, it's kind of crazy to think all of the things that oh yeah, Dayton, have, Dayton has seen. Dayton's had a rough couple months. Right. Those, those tornadoes were, like, no joke. Right. So his way of paying homage to the victims of the last shooting is through this mural. So so that'll be cool. Yeah. It'll be – I'm sure it will turn out really – It'll be really nice, really I'm sure. Nice. Yes. And then um, Columbus is also getting a new mural on the side of – The Graduate? The- well, the graduate, but we talked about that. We talked about that last week. Is there we another one? We talked about that last week, but there's another one going in Dublin with the North Market. They're going to paint a big rooster, like that iconic rooster for the North Market, and put that in the new North Market, which finally got a name, and it is called, get ready, because this is very important, um, North Market Bridge Park. Okay. There you go. That is the name. They consider, In the article I read about it, they considered hundreds of names. Oh, my gosh. For the new North Market, and they went with North Market. That Bridge sounds Park. like some corporate person was making that decision because that's always what happens when <laughs> there's like a new corporate initiative, <laughs> and they're like, "Let's call it the new corporate initiative." It's like you <laughs> couldn't think of anything more creative than that. <laughs> and in my notes, I said 
there will be a rooster mural city of murals we are coming for you nashville we got hot chicken and murals and new live music parts. yeah watch out we got fours <laughs> and we got hot chicken takeover and you don't need to go to nashville anymore yeah exactly what it's are we missing here. like whiskey or bourbon or bourbon maybe but i mean like we have watershed don't they make some kind of yeah, hot they alcohol? Make some alcohol there yeah yeah we're good enough good enough <laughs> midwest spirits that's good there's some meat there's a lot of breweries Oh, That's yeah, good. for sure. And all of our breweries are making, like, um, seltzer now, so it's... The hard seltzer? The hard seltzer. Hard seltzer is outselling beer, like... I believe it. Times a million. It's crazy. I don't have the stats, well, but... Because you can drink a million of them and not feel as bad, whereas beer, you're like, oh, I gotta pace myself. Not feel as bad as in, like, your head doesn't hurt, or not feel as bad as in, like, you don't feel like you have a beer belly in the next day? I'd say you don't feel like you have a beer belly the next day. But it's still carbonated. You feel like you can drink. I don't know. I feel like. Anyway, all we know <laughs> is that. All we know that is that Julep has $2 White Claws. <laughs> $2 White Claws at Julep. Another good spot for a bachelor Which party. may or may not be a front for other activities, but. It's okay. We've gotten. We got an in. We got an in. We'll let you know when we learn more. What I do know is the Rossi and German Village Coffee Shop both had some issues this week. Um, the Rossi was struggling with some rats in their kitchen, and German Village Coffee Shop was struggling with cockroaches. So if you're into, you know, end-of-the-world survival food and want some rats and cock... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but they both were closed for a very short period of time. So according to 614, they had an update today, which today is Wednesday the 21st. They said after less than 24 hours of being issued a red sticker by the Columbus Public Health Department for rodent activity in the basement prep area, the Rossi Bar and Kitchen is back open for business. They posted on their Facebook, and they were thanking all of their loyal and wonderful customers. And um, the Rossi used to be my favorite place. Like, it was probably my favorite place in Columbus just because they have such good drinks. Like, they have a great drink menu. They have, like, a cute little atmosphere, and their food is really good. Would I go back? I probably would give it a couple days, like a couple, like a little while. Yeah. Where's it at? I've never been there. Rossi is right on High Street. It's like one quote unquote block over from Hubbard Grill. Oh. It's on the other side. You know, like where all the bars are? Yeah, that's that's probably why I don't know where (laughs) it is. Like Pine House, Bodega, Oddfellas, Standard, Food Hall, like all of now Bristol and Fours. They're all on like the east side if you're going north. Mm -hmm. The Rossi's on the other side. The, re- the restaurant side, because Forno is on that side, um, Rossi's on that side, Hubbard Grill is on that side. Okay. Well, I'll have to check it out after this rat. After it blows over. Yeah. yeah. I don't need any rat it was, poison in my food. It was similar to uh, German Village Coffee Shop, closed temporarily on the 14th. Oh, this was last week. Was that last week? That was yeah. a week ago. I lied. That's Okay. Um, and they remain closed until notified. The city is ready for reinspection. Hmm. So, so uh, Columbus is the new New York. Columbus we is the new New York. We're also problem. the new Nashville. We are. We have it all here. Listen, here's my thing, right? Okay, so you can come to Columbus. Please do. It's a great place, and we have 12 million luxury apartments. So you're good there. Just don't bring your car. There's too many. Well, too many cars. another selling point on Columbus is uh, Columbus is a cheap place to die. <coughs> That's... This, is, this is a real headline from the Columbus Dispatch, and it is literally titled, Columbus is a cheap place to die. Wait, they had die. a really cute rhyme. Can we read the rhyme? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. So if you go to our Twitter, I, <laughs> I couldn't stop retweeting people's responses to this Columbus is a cheap place to die article. 
And some of them was, you know, the homage shirt that is for the crew that says Columbus till I die. Yeah. They're like very on brand homage. Oh my God. (laughs) There's another one. I'm always telling my coastal friends they should move to Columbus. Rent's reasonable. We have a Jenny's. There's a variety of entertainment options and checklist. Your family won't go broke putting you in the ground. (laughs) My favorite one is this one from Columbus Alive. It says roses are red. Blue is the sky, and oh, did you know Ohio is... No, Columbus is a cheap place to die. <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah. Come to Columbus. It's great for everyone. Good for everyone. I do always see there's like a billboard advertisement right by my house for um, Ohio State Me- Medical Center, um, their hospice care. And I just... it Now I have this dream in my head that I want them to play Carmen to me as I'm as I'm dying. No, we're cutting this out. We're we're cutting this out. This is not staying in. No. (laughs) Julia has a lot of weird dreams. This is not the Julia Dreams podcast. That's the side channel, okay? That's the blog channel. The blog that we don't have. That we don't have because no one wants to read that shit. Okay, moving on. We're moving right along. So if you guys have been heading around to, like, any of the metro parks lately, which we're getting a new one soon, aren't we? Yeah. That one's going to have a a multi-use development going in oh god i forgot i forgot why did you remind me no i had a nice little article that said have you noticed the feature at the Innisfil metro gardens head over to the woodland rock garden to see the newly installed crevice garden crevice garden i can't why can't i not read so it looked really cute i just saw a little tweet about it it's cute so if you want a cute little date that's free or you want to bring your spicy nugs somewhere like peaceful to eat them yeah that looks that looks nice. That's some nice architecture. We have really great metro parks, and we people do. should go to them. There's that so. rock wall right by the Arboretum, too. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> she was just shaking her I'm head. I'm just saying no. Okay, so let's see. Let's move on. Should we move on? Let's talk about food. Yes, let's talk about food. Okay, so in the hot chicken spicy chicken category, we have a hot chicken. We have a hot chicken update to you coming to you for the third week in a row because remember last week we were talking about how hot chicken takeover is opening a new location in cleveland and the week before that we reminded you about that the meatless hot they have takeover. meatless yeah not chicken takeover with along with their baked beans this week then um they posted something on their instagram and they said and i quote it's so cheesy I said, donut sleep on our new collaboration with Cleveland's infamous and highly addictive donut destination, Brew Nuts. Their classic honey glazed donut meets our crispy, warm fried chicken for the ultimate sweet and spicy sandwich. Available next Saturday, August 25th at Brew Nuts from 1030 until they're gone. Spicy flame. So if you look on their Instagram, it's literally like a donut sandwich. So think of like a hot chicken takeover sandwich, but instead of the weird bread they use, it's like a donut with the wonder bread instead of the wonder bread it's like two donuts like two glazed donuts so it's two donuts it's not one donut cut in half i don't know whatever <laughs> it's a donut important detail laura <laughs> how much am i gonna are you gonna drive are you gonna drive all the way to the land to eat this no right so i'm not I, if you I are if you are and you're listening to this and you decide to drive all the way to the land to uh eat this lovely thing then please tag us on instagram see i just i'd love to get my donuts with fried chicken but i don't need to eat them like together in one bite i kind of don't want either i'm like kind of over it i don't think i would eat fried chicken or donuts well in more fried chicken news um 
<laughs> Roosters is coming to Dublin. I need like an Alka Seltzer just from like listening to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I kind of need some tums right now <laughs> between the spicy nugs and talking about only fried food. So Roosters is going into Dublin. They are going into the old Logan's Roadhouse. Roosters is like chicken wings though, right? Yeah. Okay. Still yeah, no, it's chicken. for sure. Yeah. It counts. I have a particular non-listener in mind who... Who thinks that doesn't count? No, no, no. Who would probably be very happy to hear that there's more roosters going in. Oh, yeah. Places. Just Love people roosters. who like chicken wings. Roosters is good. Um, so I've it's never had roosters. Thank God. Lou, Logan's Roadhouse. Appar- I was reading about this, and apparently um, their business strategy is to always move into old restaurants, and they've moved into like a Bob Evans. and Roosters is? Yeah. Huh. Weird flex. Yeah. But I mean, it's smart. Smart business strategy. I will say I do prefer Frickers over Roosters, which mm-hmm. Frickers is like the Dayton version of Roosters. Is that different than They're the exact Frickers? same restaurant. Frickers. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not kidding. There's like some hamburger Fud place. Fuddruckers? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, it's different than Fuddruckers. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, my God. No. This, isn't Fuddruckers an East Coast thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's because I'm from the, we're from the East, East Coast. Coast. We speak that language. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyway. Anyway, I prefer Frickers. I would prefer <clears throat> Frickers to move in, but I like Roosters as well, so I'm cool with that. But they think it's going to be a good move for them because you can literally see that, or you used to be able to see the Logan's Roadhouse from 270, so they'll get a lot of like traffic from people traveling. And then it's also in Dublin and... Who doesn't love chicken wings? Dublin's an up-and-coming area. Moving the short north to Dublin. There is one day of the year that is acceptable to eat chicken wings, and that is Super Bowl Sunday. And That's any the other day, day? The, any other day of the year, you may not what eat about chicken wings. Every other football game. No. Every other day of the year. Is okay, listen. It's not chicken. acceptable to eat chicken wings every day. That's what I know. It's not. That's a hard take, and I don't. <laughs> that is Laura's personal opinion. That is not an opinion of the Columbus. That was cast. my opinion was shaped by watching someone eat chicken wings every single day. So we can cut this part out. <laughs> so with all of the hot chicken that we're eating, Julia, we're gonna need to like burn some calories. Can you please prepare us with some sports news? <laughs> so what do you got? Um, so it's preseason for Ohio State. They play Labor Day weekend. And we are all very excited. I am excited. That did not sound as excited as I am. Try it again. Yeah. I don't like preseason because they haven't played yet. So I hate preseason polls. We're, um, okay. So anyway, now that I've pulled up the polls after a brief intermission. Ten minutes later. Ten minutes later. Um, the preseason polls. So we've got Clemson number one, Alabama number two, Georgia number three, Oklahoma number four. And you Ohio can't see State. Julia's face, but she's like very disappointed. Like she's just mad reading this. And Ohio State's number five. And I just, I have so many issues with this. I'm not saying Ohio State needs to be number one. Yes, she is. But I, I just can't get into this. There, there is a video, and I will tweet it later on my feelings. And it's called "Talk to Your Kids About the SEC." And it's like, what? <laughs> so it's basically a parody of like, talk to your kids about drugs. Yeah. Got that like, part. <laughs> talk to your kids about the SEC. And they just go through about how crappy and how blatantly favorited the SEC is over any other conference. Huh. Not just a big ton thing. Although the guy is wearing Iowa stuff. It's the fact that the SEC is like blatantly favorited by ESPN. They own the SEC network. It's totally, totally unfair and um 
I hate the SEC, but there's one part where the little girl asks, what if the SEC doesn't make the playoffs this year? And the dad goes, they'll probably start another civil war. And the girl, the little girl goes and lose that one too. And I was like, yeah, because the SEC, whenever they have to actually play, anybody loses. They're the Southeastern Conference? Yes. I was just now. to Google that? I had to Google that. I'm like, Julia's going on a rant over there. <laughs> yeah, but I hate the SEC. And okay, all that it stands for. Julia does not like preseason polls. Next, <laughs> next, um, Braxton Miller signed with the Browns. That's cool. Go Brax. Laura doesn't know who that is. I don't he know. He was a, a quarterback for Ohio State for a while, and then he also did some receiving. I heard someone talking about Coach Day today. Did you? And did I they was say like, nice things. Yeah, they were excited. People That's are. Good. I think the general like temperature reading that I've been getting is people are excited. Yeah, people weren't excited, but I think it. I mean, because they had all of off season and all summer, a legend like herbs. Yeah, but, but you I'll live on. You can't. Nothing good lasts forever. That's so. true. He left when he should have. And then my last little piece of football news is involving our good friend Baker Mayfield. Do you know who that is, Laura? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. He's the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Yep, I knew that. He used to be the quarterback for Oklahoma. He's my favorite quarterback. Wrong. That is a wrong opinion. Oh. One of the Manning brothers is my favorite quarterback? I don't care who your favorite quarterback <laughs> is, actually. I just don't like Baker Mayfield. I know all of Cleveland is getting behind him, and as an Ohioan now, I guess I should be, like, happy he's there and, like, bring the Browns victories. But he was just interviewed in GQ, and he said he's absolutely not sorry about planting the Oklahoma flag in the shoe after they won. Um I think that was two years ago. So let me set the scene for you, Laura. Uh-huh. Paint the picture, Julia. I'm ready. 100,000 OSU fans. Yes. Disappointed after a loss to Oklahoma. It was a hard-fought game. OSU could have played way better, but that's not the point. Okay. It was very sad. Baker Mayfield, the little rat weasel he is, was running around the shoe with the stupid Oklahoma flag and ran to the 50-yard line and planted it right in the block O. Okay. It's like stabbed to the chest. You got already down after a loss, and you do this. It's so disrespectful. It's so okay. Awful. Wait, I'm missing part of the picture here. Baker Mayfield played for Ohio State. He played for Oklahoma. Okay, see, that's a little bit better. He did this after uh, like Oklahoma beat Ohio State in the shoe. Okay, that sounds not good. Yeah, it was. A lot of people really hated Baker for that, <laughs> and the NCA obviously made him apologize, and, like, Oklahoma was like, yo, you, you can't do that. Like, that's really unsportsmanlike. Yeah. And um, in GQ, the interviewer asked him, and this is a quote from the magazine, it says, I begin to ask him how heartfelt that apology, that apology actually was on a scale of 1 to 10, but I can barely get the question out before he answers zero. He repeats himself forcefully, looking at me right in the eyes so that I don't miss the point. Zero. Absolutely zero. So, Baker, chill. Wow. What a guy. I need to calm down. <clears throat> you can take, take it away. Yeah. Um. So, our next topic is politics. And I wanted to just talk about this briefly because we said in the last episode... Too many spicy nuggets. Because we said in the last episode we would keep you guys posted. So... Recently, this week, Mike, Governor Mike DeWine announced he wanted new safety measures to prevent school shootings. So, essentially, last week after, or a couple weeks ago after the last mass shooting in Dayton, Governor Mike DeWine said he would do something 
So here he is doing something. Um, there, so Ohio will st- soon have a new state office dedicated to school safety and preventing school violence. It will be called the Ohio School Safety Center, and it's going to be part of the Office of Homeland Security, the Ohio Office of Homeland Security. The article said that he also planned to reduce gun violence and increase access to mental health services. Um, and he was talking about including a red flag law and expanding background checks, but that information has not yet been released. So as of right now, this is what we have. And he was quoted saying, this is a start. This is the beginning. This is going to expand. He announced that during a press conference. So one of the center's jobs will be to scan social media posts for threats against schools. If a threat is identified, it would be analyzed and passed along to law enforcement. Um, it says like specific individuals will not necessarily be monitored. So this is an interesting approach. I don't know if it really like sure it will be an added layer of security for students at schools. It's, of course, it's never a bad thing. I don't think it's you know they shouldn't be doing it. I just think that if you're talking about gun violence, it's really sad that you have to make a, a department of government specifically for preventing gun violence in schools it's just it's heartbreaking so we're gonna stay on this and keep watching to see if mike dewine actually does produce any red flag any red flag laws or expanded background checks haven't heard anything further on that yet however i did hear an article on the radio the other day about florida and how florida has red flag laws and how they've been implementing them and it was really interesting because the way that the process works is the police can submit someone to the court, an individual, and say, I think that there's a case here for red flag gun law. And the judge can decide if the individual should be restricted from owning or possessing or buying guns for one year. And the government isn't actually the department that takes the the firearm away. It's a friend or family member that lock it up and make sure it's safe. And in most cases, people aren't really like avoiding this or people aren't um denying it they're saying yes okay you can take my gun because i know i'll get it back in a year anyway so i think it's it's shown that it could work so i hope mike deline is doing some research and learning from that and will continue to enforce laws that he thinks will make our state safe woohoo woohoo at least they're doing something right yeah i'm happy to see that it's not just another we're not doing anything. It's not another thoughts and prayers. It's like an yeah. actual And on a action. national on a national level, they're figuring their ish out. It's going to be interesting. This isn't a national news this podcast. This is not a national so. news podcast. This is not the content you came in for. What you really came for, guys, we know. We know what it is. It's for our construction updates. We love construction updates so much. Oh, my gosh. There's so much construction in Columbus. I can't even keep track. It's hard. So let's talk about construction, Julia. Yeah, so we've got two large projects. Before we even Arlington. get there, I want to talk about, like, just today, I drove through the new construction in Easton and, like, the Easton Mall, and it's really coming along. Like, the buildings are almost done. Ex- like, the external buildings are almost done, and so they're going to start probably doing, like, putting interior walls up next would be, would be my guess, but um, I hope it's done soon because I want to see it. I want to take a tour of those apartments as soon as they're out. Are you going to move across the street? We'll see. We'll see. I think it'd be funny to have a pins right there. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. I'm so excited for and a Crimson Cup. Yeah. There's just good stuff that's going yeah, on there. That would be nice. Just this more places a, for me to cool spend my money. To, to be in when that stuff Hey, I was up. cool before. No, just kidding. <laughs> I was here before that stuff. No, I, apparently Easton used to be a cornfield like 20 years ago. 
before them all. Yeah, so. I believe that. Okay, but yeah, you're right. There are two large projects moving forward in Upper Arlington. Do you want to tell us about them? Um, I'll talk about this one. We've got another mixed-use development happening. What? What? So Never um, heard of that before. A mixed-use development in Columbus? What? Wait, Columbus, Ohio? I, I Where is that again? knew that was such a concept. <laughs> okay, um, continue. The Golden Bear Shopping Center in Upper Arlington just received their vote of approval, and they're going to have a mixed-use development. So with some residential, some retail, probably some business. Cool. You know, you know the... The mix. Not bad. It looks like they're going to have a five-story building containing ground-level retail, second-floor office space, and 79, such a random number, condominiums on the upper floors. Just make 80. Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I also just, like, I feel like Upper Arlington is such a suburb that I just still can't imagine people getting an apartment. Well, it says condominium. Oh, true. So it maybe it's be, not an apartment. Like, you'll be, be buying houses. it. Yeah. Things. Um, in in addition to eighty one parking spaces, so seventy nine condominiums, eighty one parking spaces, and a two hundred and seventeen space parking garage. See, this is why you can come to Columbus, but you can't bring your car. Yeah, seriously. Just well, back you to know my that, like two hundred and seventeen spaces are going to be for the like the, the retail. Yeah, they're not going to be for you. Yeah, they're not unless for, you want to pay for an you. additional like two hundred dollars. Right, and no one wants to pay rent for their car. No, we already pay a car payment. That's okay. Like. Uh, car. so that'll be interesting um the new it looks like the new development will sit just south of the existing mcdonald's restaurant at the corner of fishinger road and riverside drive cool yeah that'll be fun um and more construction oh and there's gonna be a really tall um cell tower it's a 130 foot cell tower i saw it in like the renderings it's kind of wow. ugly, but what, what do you, are, I mean, what can you do to make a cell tower look cool? Actually, yeah. the one by have my you seen the ones that look like, like fake trees and they look so bad? No, but the one by my the cell tower by my house, they just have a huge American flag on it. Weird. It looks kind of cool. I've like, seen the ones that they paint brown and then they put like four fake like sticks out things. of it and then like they're pretending it's like a pine tree but where i'm from like it's always like 100 feet taller than any other pine tree and it looks yeah. ridiculous this one's just straight up like a white pole with a huge like it's a really really big american flag maybe we'll do something cool with it maybe we'll have a contest and you maybe guys like can a water tower or something enter and then i'm sure you guys have all heard by now but the plan has been revealed for the first phase of the Scioto peninsula development they were actually talking about this in the they did talk about this in the columbus business first this is what brought us the Scioto. Scioto. it's Scioto. Scioto. thank you there's no debate here on this on this podcast (laughs) on this podcast we're not gonna spend if there's one thing we can agree on it's not baker mayfield Who the heck is that guy? We don't care. What we do know is it's Sayona. Moving on. So that peninsula has some cool plans coming up. Um, so they finally. By the way, this is the peninsula in case you can't picture it in your head by Kosai. Yeah. So it's on the other side of the river. The peninsula portion. The peninsula portion of the river. Yeah. So it's like more. Surrounded by the water. Whereas like the side of the city, it kind of concaves in. Right. Yep. I'm picturing it. Yep. So anyway, um, they finally got a developmental kind of team to agree to build this thing. Originally, it was going to be one team from Indiana, I think Indianapolis. But now they have multiple teams working together because this is a huge project and going to have a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. So I think that team is still involved. And then there's some local teams 
involved. Right. Yeah. So there's going to be um, six, oh, it's six acres of land. I thought it was six buildings. Six acres of land in the center of the site. There's going to be an eight-story hotel, an 11-story residential building, an eight-story office building, um, and directly to the west of those buildings, each of which will front Bell Street looking on Dorian Green, the park that serves as co-sized front lawn, like we mentioned, will be two additional residential buildings and a second hotel building. Wow. Lots so I think there's, I thought there was six, but there's five. And they're going to do a huge parking garage. Woohoo. Just like so much, so much happening. That would be like pretty views from those um, apartments and hotels though. Yeah, because I think that's the, the yeah, that's but the, the idea only thing is it's that those buildings are going to block the view from Brewdog Franklinton. Because your, your oh. view from there is just a straight building. You're not going to have as wah, much as Well. Oh, well. Too bad. Maybe they'll put a rooftop bar on one of those. Oh, I think they will. I think I saw that. Oh. See, we are the new Nashville. We've There's got a rooftop, rooftop bar. Bars. Yeah. We are the new Chicago. Chicago's got a lot of rooftop bars. Right? I, I'm excited to see because Columbus is like starting to get taller. Someone responded to the post when um Columbus was it Columbus business first? No, Columbus Underground was the one who posted this article and someone responded and they're like, How come we can't have a building taller than five stories in Columbus? And it's like, Well we are. We're getting an eight story hotel, we're getting an eleven story residential yeah. building. So it's like I mean we have buildings that are pretty tall because Moral Tower's twenty three floors. Yeah, and the Levesque Tower is pretty close tall. To that. I think that's but Moral Tower is one of the tallest buildings in Columbus, which is kinda sad because it's only Floor. right well i but mean it could be worse we could be dc dc is so flat yeah like no well no boston is even flatter than dc and it's because boston has like building laws that say you can't build well that's how like dc is you can't be taller than washington Monument. right you can't in oh maybe I, that's what i'm thinking of yeah i think you're thinking of that because boston's definitely got some yeah scrapers. i was like boston's old so nothing's tall but that's not true there's new stuff all right let's move on to events there are lots of things happening this weekend like tons one thing that's happening tomorrow, which, oh my gosh, you had me at pierogies, is pierogies, pints, and property. Ooh. That sounds so good. Do you like pierogies, Julia? I love pierogies. Have you tried pierogi mountain yet in Columbus? No, I have not. I heard they have um, really good pierogies. And there was a pierogi truck at the food truck festival, supposedly. It was on the list, but I didn't see it. So, All right, so if you can figure out where the heck pierogies, pints, and property is, then have fun. Um, also this weekend is Breakaway Music Festival. Woo woo. There's been a lot of hype like leading up to this. In fact, last weekend when I was in Short North, I saw Chris Corso. I don't know if this was like related. There were like a lot a lot of like bodybuilder looking guys who looked like they could like potentially be backup dancers to some boy band, all in like tight white t shirts and like black jeans. Um all like kind of an entourage for Chris Corso, who, if you don't know, he owns pretty much, like, all of the Short North. He owns every every place that you love to go. He owns it. He's the mastermind. You got Short North. You got Food Hall. You got Forno. You got Pine House. I'm missing one. Goody Boy. They don't own Bristol. Who owns no. Bristol instead? The Bodega guy. Bodega guy, yeah. Bodega and Bristol. Forno? I said Forno. Oh. Anyway, so a lot of hype about around Breakaway. It's it's a two-day musical festival happening on Friday and Saturday. A lot of um, big names coming that I don't know any of. We are not hip enough for this. We're Laura. not cool. I don't know. It's at Map Free Stadium, so go That's crew. Fun. 
Um, who's coming? My friend Hannah got Future. a vape there at Breakaway last year. I think that's where she got her vape. vape. Hannah, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, she got a vape there, and then she carried it around for the next couple months, looking like a total idiot. I think she might still have it. Interesting. But it was like $10, and she got like a million vapes with it. So if you're looking for vape deals, Breakaway has them. Yeah, I don't know if that's a deal I would endorse, but you know. Um, so future Young Thug, Black Bear, who would be cool to see, um, and more. So also happening this weekend is the... Brewdog annual general mayhem is what it's called, I guess. So I'm actually going to be attending that, and I'm really excited. It's just a one-day musical festival happening from 2 p.m. until 11 p.m. on Saturday. Um, and the headliner is Manchester Orchestra. But I'm really excited to see Camp. Because yeah, I was about to say Camp is playing, right? Camp is playing, and that's really why Did I'm going. Did you see their mural? Yes! Oh, my gosh. Another mural. Another reason why we're becoming Nashville is because camp donated a mural to short north and it's a picture of like a woman but her face is like a sunflower or something yeah. looks, and there was it like looks some pretty it could be a solid instagram background. there was some like yeah there was some meeting behind it i forget what Maybe so we, we got start taking um instagram pictures in front of all these murals yeah we'll have a contest influencers julia and i are influencers now by the way we decided <laughs> no one else no one else can decide it for you you have to decide it yourself you choose your own fate laura you want to be an influencer? Be an influencer. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, so weird flex this weekend. I think I've said that three times this podcast. But there's the Columbus Summer Beer Fest and the Summer Wine Festival. So you have to choose. I think for uh, most people, no, you could do both. Maybe if you if you time it correctly. I, I don't know. I think they aren't you supposed to like not mix them? They're both on Saturday. You know, you do what you want. You do what your Just heart desires. stick with the hard seltzer and call it a... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't even go to these. Don't go to these. Do you the- think we'll start seeing hard seltzer um, festivals? festivals? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please start one? We'll be, like, millionaires. Oh, my God. Let's, ha- let's be the founders. Let's get in touch with Columbus Underground and see, if- see what we can do. If you guys would come to that, let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> Honestly, Stroke I Stroke of genius, okay, Julia. Okay, we got to DM. Okay, we got to run. We got to go this. because we got to go plan the 2020 Columbus uh hard uh, seltzer festival yeah. oh, I'm, I'm i okay so wait pet peeve is when people i meet say um steltzer instead of seltzer well because they're saying it like steltzer no road. but like i don't think it's related but, like i know so many people who say oh yeah i love that steltzer water and i'm like it's seltzer water I just say but like water. what if we just have the self like the hard seltzer festival on steltzer road just to confuse Ooh, people yeah i think that'd be good it's okay. the seltzer steltzer 2020 2020 seltzer seltzer Try saying that four times faster. So anyway, that's this weekend. Um, the beer fest is cool because it's gonna have breweries from all over. Which oh, that'd be so good to go United to. States. Yeah, they have my favorite brewery from California. There, I went to it. It's called um, Golden Road. Sounds good. Um, or Golden Golden Coast. It's Golden something. It's got a really good coffee beer, and it was in like L.A. has their own North Market type place, much like most cities do. And it was in yeah. there, and it was so cool. It was so good. So now I really want to go to that. I do not know if I'm going to be able to find time. But My favorite beer, in case anyone was asking, is by Two Brothers Brewing, and it's out of Chicago. Well, it's actually out of Illinois, more specifically. But Isn't that less specific? Less specifically. <laughs> Julius is keeping me honest over there. <laughs> in case you didn't know Chicago was in Illinois, let me remind you. 
Uh, I'm from the East Coast, so um, what? No, I'm just kidding. I knew that. But Two Brothers Brewing. I wonder if they're going to be there. But if long list, so. if um Columbus if the if this brew fest and the wine festival like don't float your boat there's you're, the you're vegan too healthy for that then. there's the vegan festival Ooh. there's also a food thing happening in um at the convention center this weekend oh it's the flavors of the nation yeah so if you want to try food from all of that one country. actually looks super interesting yeah i think there's a booth for like every state yeah right? there's a booth for every state and they each have like a signature dish see my problem is i end up going to states i know and i get really upset that their signature dish isn't what i expect it to be right and i get like offended by it so oh. i don't belong at a place like that oh yeah, but it's uh, the 24th and the 25th. It's Flavored Nation. Flavored Nation. It looked really good. There were some Columbus foodies Instagramming about it. Yeah, it does look good. There's a lot of food-involved things. Food and right. drink-involved things this weekend, as there always is. The tickets are only $45. That's $10 off our day event. What am I reading right now? <laughs> a promotional <laughs> thing. You're not sponsoring me. Why am I reading this? Um, it's from 11 to 4. So you could totally go to Flavor Nation from like 11 to 4 mm. and then from like 4 to 9. Go do beer and wine. Beer and wine. Or one or the Vegan, other. Vegan, whatever. Whatever you're you do everything. And then you could Saturday, you, you know, Friday you go to the breakaway. I had one other one that was uh, coming as well. What's the other event? German Village Maker's Mark. Oh, those things are so cute. So German Village, I always get so sad because German Village doesn't do um, a farmer's market. I wish that they did. But they do this maker's market, which is kind of cooler. It's like everything that you want that's like local jewelry, local crafts, local clothes, like stickers, whatever. If you want cool local knickknacks and you want to support local businesses, go check them out. Yeah, I'd like to check them out. Which day is that? Saturday? Sunday? The 25th. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. That's a good Sunday activity. It's a really good Sunday activity. It's supposed to be warm this week. I want to sit by the pool. India Festival 2019. Is that like Diwali? No, it's no, too early for Diwali. It's way too early for Diwali. I love Diwali. But that's not... Are we done here? I think we are. I think that wraps up our events, right? I mean, there's always more to do, but that wraps up what we care to speak about. <laughs> we have to plan hard seltzer seltzer. Yeah, we got to go do hard seltzer seltzer. So we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Hot chicken nuggets and fried and... Uh,